Hey, welcome today to the Revival Way podcast. I am your host, evangelist, Taylor Michael. Today we're going to pump you up full of the Word of God to get you delivered out of any work of the enemy and to get you empowered and activated to go out and build the kingdom of God with full faith and no hindrance in the mighty name of Jesus. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Faith Fridays. If you weren't able to tune in to my last episode, it was about a bad report. And what I was hitting on was that in the world, we oftentimes hear about bad reports. We hear from news media sources or social media sources, all of these negative things, and they just crush our spirit into oblivion. However, if you keep your eyes set on the Word of God, you will never get depressed. You will never struggle with anxiety. When this becomes alive and active in your life, you will never have to worry about a bad report. So if that sounds like a message that you want to hear, go watch the last message that I did on Faith-Filled Fridays, and there's 15 minutes of power-packed faith. Go tune into that. However, today's episode... I want to talk about divine healing because one of the most powerful aspects of Jesus' ministry was that he was a healer. The signs and wonders that he did. If you remember in the New Testament, in the Bible, Jesus said, if you don't believe me because of the works or the words that I say, at least believe me for the works that I do. Because his works were fulfilling prophecy. He was casting out devils. He was laying hands on the sick and they were being healed. He was laying hands on people. They were being delivered of evil spirits. Jesus was working in the miraculous. He was the healer. He is the healer today and he will be tomorrow. There's no cancer. There's no tumor. There's no diabetes, no arthritis. There's no nothing in your life that Jesus cannot heal. And the beautiful thing is Jesus lives in you. If you are a born again Christian, it says it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I'm simply a vessel. You're simply a vessel, but Jesus Christ lives in us. So we are a worthy vessel for honorable use. That's what the Bible says. And so I want to read something into your spirit today. I want to preach you full of faith to receive healing in your mortal bodies. If you remember in Romans chapter 8, toward the end of it, it says that the same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you. And if that spirit lives in you, it will quicken your mortal body. It will quicken the flesh. It will heal your body the same way that it's been doing ever since the days of Jesus. And even before that, honestly, in the Old Testament. So if you have your Bible, I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8, in my opinion, is one of the most powerfully packed chapters in the Bible. This entire chapter explains how Jesus heals every cell of your body. That there's no area from the top of your head all the way to the tip of your toes that Jesus can't heal. There's nothing, even bruises. I'm telling you, if it's important to you, it's important to God. He loves you. He wants you healed. God doesn't get honor or glory when you're stuck and depressed, when you have cancer, when you have this sickness, just because some Christians think that if they struggle through their life, going through cancer and still honoring God, that doesn't mean God gets glory from that. It's great that you can still love God in that aspect, but that's not his will for your life. We know what God's will is. Number one, God's will is his word. Number two, Jesus said, I do nothing on my own, 
but only what I see and hear from the Father. So Jesus, what the Bible says is that he was the visible image of the invisible God. Everything Jesus did was the will of God, is exactly what God the Father would have done if he was in his place, because he was. They're three in one. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But what do we know about Jesus? We know that Acts chapter 8 or 10, verse 38, it says that Jesus Christ of Nazareth was anointed by God with the Holy Spirit and with power to go around doing good and healing all who are oppressed from the devil. It didn't say healing most. It didn't say healing some. It says healing all that are oppressed of the devil. Jesus sums up the entire gospel in one verse. John chapter 10, verse 10, that the enemy or the devil has come here to steal, kill, and destroy, but that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, came to give you life and life more abundantly. If you haven't had an abundant life, today you can walk into an abundant life. That is what Jesus paid the price for. Not so that you would have to endure this life, but so that you could enjoy this life. Today, Jesus will touch your mortal body and he will heal you. You will walk in freedom by your faith. I want to read this to you. Acts chapter 14. I'm going to start there. Acts chapter 14. And then we'll get back to Matthew 8. This just came to my spirit. This is huge. Acts chapter 14, verse 8, starting at verse 8. This is when Paul and Barnabas are in Lystra. So Paul is preaching the good news. Paul is doing exactly what I'm doing here for you. He's preaching the word of God into people. And look at what happens. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. It says, starting in verse 8, Now at Lystra, there was a man sitting who could not use his feet, so he was crippled. He was crippled from birth and had never walked. This paralyzed man never walked, never used his feet. He listened to Paul preaching. And Paul, looking intently at him and seeing that he had faith to be made well, said in a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he sprang up and began walking. And when the crowd saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in Lycionian, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Now, obviously, they were deceived. Paul was not a god. But he was working on the authority given by the word. Because the word, when it's preached into your spirit, it puts faith in you to be made well. And that's exactly what Paul was doing. He was preaching faith into these people with Barnabas. And when he was preaching the word of God into their spirit, that crippled man had the faith to be made well. And Paul could see it in his eyes. He looked at him and he said, I can see that he's got faith. So he looked intently at him and said, stand up. And for the first time in his life, the man stood to his feet and it says he was healed by his faith. When you have faith in the word of God, you can receive healing by that faith. Now go to Matthew chapter 8. Starting in verse 1. This is when Jesus cleanses a leper. It says, When he came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. 
And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and, the, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to them. So there's a few key aspects of what happens here. Number one, leprosy is a disease of the skin. It's an outward disease. This is the first thing in, in Matthew chapter 8 that we see Jesus heal. But there's something extremely important. I heard a pastor say this one once. This is the only time that we know that someone comes to Jesus and says, if you're willing to heal me, will you do it? And Jesus says, I am willing, be cleansed. Now he only had to say it once because then everybody knew he's willing. That's why people would drag their people on stretchers. They would lower paralytics through the roof. They would carry their kids. They would, the woman with the issue of blood, she came into town after 12 years, 12 years of not being allowed to be with all the people because she had a blood disorder. They could have stoned her legally by the law. They could have stoned her and still been okay because she had an issue of blood, but she still came because she knew that she could get healing if she could just touch the garment of Jesus. So leprosy, outward skin issue. If you have eczema, if you have chicken pox, if you've got anything on the outside, if you have leprosy, anything on your skin that needs healing, Jesus will heal it today. Maybe you have skin cancer. Maybe you have lumps on your skin. Whatever it might be, Jesus is willing and you can receive your healing today. Next, verse five. When he had entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. Now listen to that. A centurion, that's a Roman soldier. That's not even a Jew. That's not even a Jew. Came and said, my servant, not even his relative, his servant was paralyzed at home. Jesus didn't even hesitate. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. He didn't hesitate, not even for a second. He was going to go heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. But only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority with soldiers underneath me. And I say to one go and he goes and to another come and he comes. And to my servant do this and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. Jesus marveled at this man's faith. Now, what does that tell you? Jesus doesn't need to be here to lay hands on you to be made well. Because it says in verse 13, And the centurion, and to the centurion, Jesus said, Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. Jesus didn't even have to go lay hands on the centurion. The faith made him well. Jesus doesn't have to be there in the flesh to lay hands on you. He's already inside of you if you're a born-again Christian. But by your faith, you can be made well. The same way that the centurion servant was. And now, on a side note, this was a servant that was paralyzed. This is a central nervous system issue. If you have, excuse me, a central nervous system issue, whether you have, uh, you could be paralyzed. If you're paralyzed, if you have MS, if you have uh, even arthritis, whatever might be dysfunctioning in your central nervous system, you can receive healing today. 
Jesus is the healer. He will heal you right now. I want you to put your hands up to heaven and say, God, I receive my healing in my body right now. And then stand up and do whatever you couldn't do before. You'll receive healing by your faith right now. Final one. In verse 14. And when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her. And she rose and began to serve him. That evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Not most, not some, all. He healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illnesses and bore our diseases. Now to finish, I want to go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. I want to read this to you, and I want you to receive this into your spirit. He himself, Jesus, bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. You're already healed. Written in the spirit, in the spiritual law, God's law, his will for your life is that you're already healed. We just need in the natural to walk into it by faith. So whatever it is today, I want to give you this opportunity right now. If you need healing in your body, if you have a blood issue, if you have a central nervous system issue, if you have a skin issue, if you need healing in any part of your body, I want you to put both hands up toward heaven right now. And as you put your hands up toward heaven, I'm going to pray. And as I pray for you, you can receive healing in your body because this is no longer I who live. This is Christ who lives in me. And I speak by the authority that I've been given to declare healing over your mortal body, that Jesus will touch you and heal you today. So as you close your eyes, Jesus, in your mighty name, I declare healing over their bodies, all the way from the bottom of their feet to overflowing, all the way to the top of their head, every inch of their body. Wherever you need healing, I want you to put your hand on that body part right now. And I want you to say, Jesus, I receive healing right now. And Jesus, I ask in your mighty name that you would touch their mortal bodies. Make them well. Heal them right now, Jesus. Holy Spirit, heal them. Deliver them. Any spirit that is not of God, be gone right now in Jesus' mighty name. Body, be healed. Receive freedom. Receive your healing. And those of you that are getting touched by the Lord right now, I want you to say this prayer with me. If you've never given your life to Jesus, if you've never taken the step to surrender to Jesus as your Lord, tonight you can lay your head on your pillow and you can have peace with God. You can know that when you die, you will only go to sleep because you'll go right to heaven. If you want that peace in your life right now, I want you to close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is your son. He was born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. And he died that I would be washed clean. And Father, I confess with my mouth, Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. And he rose again from the dead. That he is alive. 
and he's seated at your right hand. Today, forgive me, God, for all of my old sins. Wash me clean and seal me with your Holy Spirit. Make me born again. Jesus, today I make you the Lord of my life forever. Amen. Amen. If you just received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would like for you to go to our Instagram page at We Are Living Love. Follow us there and send us a DM and say, I just got saved. If you just said that prayer. And we want to give you some material so that you can move forward in your Christian walk. We want to disciple you. And if you need to hear more faith-filled messages, go listen to our other videos. Make sure you get a Bible. It'll be your best friend. It's the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. This will protect you, and it will be a guideline. This is a book of instruction, a book of promise for you to live an abundant life. Get one of these and start reading in the Gospel of John. If you can't get a Bible physically, maybe in your country, or you can't afford one, get one on your phone. Or you can use one on a laptop, but the YouVersion Bible app is a great asset for you. Aside from that, find a local church, a local church that you know is preaching the full counsel of the gospel, that they preach Christ and Christ crucified, that they preach the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and that they're ready to walk into America's greatest revival yet and get water baptized. Other than that, we love you. We hope that you stay very blessed. Go watch our other videos for more faith filling today. Keep this stuff plugged into you. Keep this stuff in your spirit. If faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, the more that you listen to this being preached, the more faith that you'll walk in every single day. So we love you and we'll see you again next week. God bless you.